What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 367th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, as always, Steve National Dex Sarumi. No. <laughs> nah. Let's, okay. Show canceled. We are done. We've gotten to, we've gotten <laughs> to the whole arc of like, uh, ex- what, what is the stages of grief? Depression, acceptance, Dep- denial. Are we denial. at acceptance yet? I think we're are at we acceptance. Still, are we at anger? Uh, I feel like anger was a couple weeks ago. Okay. Okay. So we're, we are, can we all just safely be in acceptance? Are you going to change that? Are you going to do something today to stop? I have, okay. So I really haven't had too much anger, but I do have one thing to complain about today. Oh, shit. Uh, uh <laughs> and but we have some new news. We have a new trailer, and we have some new news. But before we get there, Greg is here. Hello, I just want to say to you, quit now, fraud. <laughs> you are clearly in bargaining, and nowhere near acceptance Was of bar- the national. Oh, decks. bargaining! Yeah, we haven't we haven't done bargaining yet. So maybe that's this week's episode. Apparently. Will is also here to barter. Glory and- to America. <laughs> no, I am here to praise our great nation since I was deprived on yeah. Independence Day weekend. The greatest thing I got to see when I was in yeah. Minneapolis, Minnesota was, besides Greg and Me. his husband, yes. um, which I spent a lovely, and I will repeat the term, Independence Day with again. Yes, Greg took me to the famed, famed land of Target. I and did. What did I see within with my very own eyes? A sign that said the 4th of July is on Thursday, July 4th. <laughs> All plans to move to Minnesota are canceled. Wait a uh, minute. It was really good. Okay, but the kid screaming glory to America had to have at least buffered that sign that that was quite the, the highlight of my <laughs> trip what what a welcome to minneapolis yes. a a little cherubic child running up and down gold medal park screaming <laughs> glory to america like oh on repeat for four hours was, for four it, hours it was, was brilliant was the kid wearing a Fortnite shirt hopefully no but no. like every he'd run so he'd run down, they'd light sparklers, he'd scream, Glory to America! And then he'd run up to, I'm assuming his family, nobody cared, grab more matches, run back down to set more things on fire, all the while screaming, Glory to America. And they they were making these weird, like, bonfire piles yeah, of sparklers, of and spark- then they were standing around them in a circle, like they were trying to summon something up from, they were from summoning the Glory to America. <laughs> They were calling forth the bald eagle, Sam. Has Minnesota convinced you, Will? Convinced me of what? How awesome it is? uh, A million dollar question right there. (laughs) How I'm an East Coast elite. How St. Paul is the superior city to Minneapolis. You were there once and Uh, nobody else was there. there. For pizza, I was there for the skateboard shop, which you weren't there for. And you are not a skateboarder. You're going to fall and break a hip. Would you stop? It's okay. <laughs> I'm allowed. I'm old enough to break my own hips now. No. We had fun, though. I, th- I had a good time, yes. Well, speaking of fun, we got a show. <laughs> we do? This, show, this show's I'm in fun. bargaining. I'm bargaining that we don't do national tests. Okay. That's, well, we got a new trailer. 
<laughs> we got some world stuff. We got some Pokemon Go stuff. And then we have uh, an- another. So last week, uh, Rochelle and Bobby and I covered an article that we missed, uh, that a lot of people missed, that suddenly surfaced. And uh, there's another article that apparently the entire internet also missed from Famitsu that we're going to also talk about. So that's our show. Uh, I guess we can start off with the simple slash uh, exciting stuff if you are going to the Pokemon World Tournament, which I know myself and Will are going. No, I'm skipping. If you uh, are in the D.C. area or planning on going to the D.C. area, the 2019 World's Event Registration is open on Pokemon.com. You can register if you are a TCG competitor, VGC uh, competitor, uh, uh, allowing that you have enough points to... Not points, I'm sorry. uh, If you have enough points to receive an invite, and then if you've received the invite, you can go to the website and register. If you did receive an invite, there is no fee for registration. You are able to enter for the Pokin Tournament DX Last Chance Qualifiers. There is, it's $30 to register for that last, last chance qualifier. The, it's not refundable. Uh, that does grant you access to the event, so you do not have to buy another badge. Uh, obviously, that is limited. They will only accept so many people, but if you are the one in four people in the entire world still playing Pokemon Tournament DX and you want to compete to show you are the best, uh, Pokemon.com, <laughs> register for the Pokemon Tournament DX last chance qualifier. Uh, and then if you just want to go, to go, I'm assuming there will be a Pokemon Center there, although they haven't said. There is on the website side events if you want to go there. Uh, a last year that you could play Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee early. We would assume that you'd be able to play Sword and Shield early because I believe that was at Nationals, uh, the same demo they had at E3. Uh, it is $10. If you have a child under the age of five, they do not need to register or pay any money. They will get a wristband. You are allowed to buy up to six badges. It's $10, non-refundable. Uh, I don't think they say anything about... Getting free TCG packs here. Oh uh, no, I I think I read that that there you get two free packs. Oh okay. Oh yeah yeah yeah. All spectators will receive two free booster packs. It was literally under the one line I didn't read. <laughs> Sorry, I should probably read the dates. Uh, it's Thursday, August fifteenth, from five to eight p.m. Uh, that Thursday is, I believe, if you are invited, uh, you will get access to the Pokemon Center early, uh, and you also can finalize registration and then. Um, the show floor is open Friday from 8 to 5, Saturday 8 to 5, and Sunday 8.30 to 1. So that is that weekend. I My flights are booked. The right days are picked. Thank you very much. And hotel is situated, although I will be spending uh, a night with Will. <laughs> Hopefully you survive. Uh, <laughs> actually, he'll be staying, spending the night in my place. I will be spending the night someplace else. Oh, you're getting a hotel? Yeah. I got to baby treat oh. myself. <laughs> treat yourself. <laughs> Babysit your cat. I'll be at the Four Seasons that Thursday night. Yeah, I hope you can give a Watch cat an my injection. Bad. Yeah. Just leave a written instructions and a how-to video. It'll be Stick fine. Stick the needle in the cat. Press the plunger. Done. You still have that uh, Korean TV channel <laughs> that I can turn on? I, I don't have any TV channels, but I have a PlayStation, so if you can get the TV to play through that, go right okay. ahead. Do you have HGTV, and can I watch the Property Brothers? Can you watch Brothers? Property Brothers? 
once again, I have no, no television stations. So. Yes, that is the great. Although apparently the Property Brothers have a game. I thought of you, Steve. Like a video game or like a like board a, game, like a app, mobile app game. Oh, like make Property Brothers stuff. Like I don't know. Gotcha game. I saw it and I thought, uh, no. Probably a Pokemon Go killer. Probably. Probably. You wandered the city trying to find <laughs> houses to renovate. This was, uh, to piggyback off some news of Pokemon Worlds, this was kind of up in the air of, you, they usually do a distribution at these events, uh, but there is a distribution here. Uh, unfortunately, as it turns out, not a mythical Pokemon this time around, uh, but if you are in Washington, D.C., and you're attending the World Championships... You can I'm add in Washington D.C. and I'll be attending the World Championships from August 16th to 18th. Will you can add a special Aerodactyl to your Pokemon collection? Remember to bring your system of the Nintendo 3DS family and your <laughs> copies of Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, Sun, and Pokemon Moon games. You can get one Aerodactyl per game. Aerodactyl will be available outside the main event hall, so you do not need. You do not need a world's entry badge to receive the Pokemon. Uh, look for signs in the hall and uh, and dis- distribution times and instructions on how to get it. They made it really easy last year to find and download Meloetta. Uh, but this Aerodactyl will be level 50. It will have the ability Unnerve. It will be holding a Raider Bone. And it will know the moves Celebrate, Ancient Power, Rock Polish, and Wide Guard. So the the move is what you care about. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to come in a cherish ball. It did not say ball the the ball, but I would hope a cherish ball. Uh, but it didn't say. Uh, but if you don't know what celebrate does, celebrate has no effect in battle. When a Pokemon uses this move, it will disappear, and a present will drop down from above and unfold to reveal that a Pokemon. Uh, that to reveal the Pokemon that used it inside, the yeah, battle so good. text will then display. Congratulations, player! <laughs> Yay. Yay! If powered up by a Normalian normal, look, Z moves need to go. They got the dumbest things ever. Normalium Z. Normalium Z into Z. Celebrate the user's attack, defense, special attack, special defense, and speed will raise by one stage. There has been a handful of Pokemon that no celebrate. There was a Bulbasaur at the 2016 World Championships, a Squirtle and a uh, Charmander also at the 2016 World Championships that all came with celebrate. There was a Birthday Center Pikachu um, that came with celebrate. Obviously, that was Japan. There was a Pokemon Center Hiroshima Magikarp that knew celebrate. And then uh, they celebrated... Pokemon Centers for Birthdays for Eevee, Vaporeon, Jolteon, Flareon, Espeon, and Umbreon, all-knowing Celebrate, as well as Leafeon, Glaceon, and Sylveon. When the Pokemon Center Kyoto opened, there was a Ho-Oh with Celebrate, and then when the Sky Tree Pokemon Center opened, there was a Rayquaza with Celebrate. And then finally, there was another birthday Pikachu to celebrate the, uh, celebrate, uh, the Pokemon Cafe. Uh, that when Pokemon Center Sapporo opened, I know Alolan Vulpix had that. 2017 Worlds featured an Alolan Executor. Uh, Pokemon Center Birthday Chansey, which is actually for Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. This year's Aerodactyl, there was a, a Neobashi Snorlax. Pokemon Center Shaman, or I'm not actually sure what Pokemon Center, it doesn't say. 
and then there was the 2018 World Championship. Meloetta would celebrate, which I traded one to Greg. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. this trade. And there was a Pokemon Center Tohoku Victini would celebrate. So there's not actually a lot of Pokemon with with this specific move. Specific move that does nothing. Correct. Yeah, say but it's really it's really good. It congratulates you. But you can I mean, have a full important. team where all your team does is congratulate your opponent and then they kill you. That's right. Well, it's the new meta. You make them feel guilty. If if anyone is going to Worlds and they went to Pass Worlds and they have that executor, an extra executor, uh, let me know. Hit me up. I would like <laughs> said executor. <laughs> You want your full celebration team. I do. I, I am a sucker for I am a sucker for just weird event specific Pokemon. I'm I'm with that with Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm with that with Destiny. I bought something off the Destiny store to get a dumb emblem in Destiny that I will download to Destiny and never look at because they just was like, Well, you can only get this emblem if you buy something on the store on this specific day. And I was like, Well, the shirt's on clearance, I guess I'll buy it now i got this emblem that i'll never use <laughs> what did you get from for final fantasy 14 was that the amazon thing uh the amazon thing yep oh I yeah found something what was the amazon thing it was the black oh. fat chocobo yeah yep uh and i'm super bummed because i didn't get the cloud like two years ago where they had that oh i have the cloud i don't have the cloud see this is why i hate these events because i want the <laughs> I mean, cloud the cloud's the best thing you sit on the cloud oh my god oh, and you go flying on. around you can't sit on clouds they're water vapor well not with that attitude <laughs> the only attitude i brought buddy <laughs> believe me i know uh, <laughs> i spent did. a week with it <laughs> look uh, love you <laughs> before i forget if you're interested in shirts uh there will be some shirts that you'll be able to purchase for the show near the end of the month probably next week we'll have more details of that but to celebrate our nine year anniversary as a podcast that'll be uh, to celebrate look at these celebrate. flowing right into each other uh we'll have more information about that next week for that kind of stuff okay let's uh what are we at here let's Tackle this Pokemon Go news. This is off PokemonGoLive.com. Trainers, in our previous community note, we outlined some changes that came to Pokemon Go that affected your Pokemon's performance in raid battles, as well as additions to other games. In this update, we're excited to announce more changes focused on trainer battles. Will, when was the last time you did trainer battle? Um, I maybe like two weeks ago, or maybe it was at GoFest. When was I required? Oh, yeah, you and I, we sat at the fountain in Chicago. <laughs> we had a trainer battle, remember? Yeah, and you, I beat you because yeah. I switched my Pokemon. You had 200 IQ play right there. Tactics. Uh, in continued effort to make trainer battles a fun and competitive experience, switching Failed. They Pokemon failed already. <laughs> we'll now briefly pause the battle. This will grant you more time to choose which Pokemon to call out and avoid Pokemon causing damage to the other while withdrawing their Pokeballs. Charged attack gameplay will also be added with new fun swiping and tapping mechanics. Ooh, battles will become fun. Uh, more attacks are also coming to go. 
Uh, Alolan Raichu will be getting Grass Knot. Vileplume will be getting Sludge Bomb. Hypno will get access to Fire Punch, Ice Punch, Thunder Punch. Electrode will learn Foul Play. Aerodactyl will, will learn Rock Throw. Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres will all learn Ancient Power. And then Articuno will get Ice Shard. Zapdos, Drill Pack. Moltres, Wing Attack. Sceptile will get Dragon Claw. Eggron will get Smackdown. Claydol will get Mudslap. Bronzong will get Bulldoze and Psyshock. Electivire will get Ice Punch. And then new attacks are coming to Pokemon Go. This is a huge thing for people. I, I saw people who, you know, the people who do care about this stuff. They were very excited. Yes. Um, but Charm is going to be a the first ever fairy-type fast attack, which Raichu, Clefable, Wigglytuff, Wobbuffet, Granbull, Dawnfan, Gardevoir, Delcati, Latias, Togekiss and Gallade can all learn. And then finally, Skull Bash, a normal type charge attack that will increase the defense stat of the user 100% of the time. We'll come to Blastoise, Raichu, Lapras, Snorlax, and Rhyperior. Now that I've said all that, there's been an update where they uh, removed those new features. <laughs> <laughs> what? Charm's the non-damaging move. Well, well, How the- could that do anything in... Well, in Pokemon this, Go, I guess it's going to do damage. Those rules mean nothing. I know. Okay, so this press release was on July 9th. On July 11th, uh, in an update to prove improve your competitive experience, the new switching Pokemon mechanic has been removed. We strive to make trainer battles intuitive and strategic, and we did not feel this change met the bar. That bar. Uh, while the original implementation had unintentional behavior, been impressed at the depth of gameplay created by real-time switching against incoming attacks we still plan on fixing what we consider polish issues of pokemon being able to attack and be attacked during switching animations moving forward we also plan on deliberately deliberately supporting the emergent strategy that has come from the old switching behavior rather than retaining the new behavior until we can better support this mechanic we've decided the best experience would be able to return the game to the previous rules we appreciate the community, community's passion and dedication to trainer battles. Stay <laughs> tuned for more updates as we provide a competitive and fun battle experience. We keep you, we will c- continue to keep your feedback in mind for the future for future releases. Unless this is in regards to the national decks, then please. Nah, dog. <laughs> you can bargain all you want if that's where you are in your stages of grief. The the new moves are still there. It's just they yes. they removed the 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 new switching mechanic. So I'm actually I know it's funny that we joke about the national decks and the amount of people that complained about it. Uh, but I'm very curious how many people complained about this trainer thing because I can't imagine. Well, I who knows how many people? I don't know if they've recently reported on the active users for Pokemon Go. I'm sure it's. I hmm. did it like when it first launched. I was like, yeah, let's. Do it. I'm going to earn that badge that I couldn't get before. And I did two battles and went, I don't care about that badge I didn't and get before. <laughs> I'm almost starting to not care about shiny cutie flies anymore. I know that feel. No! My morning updates don't stop now. I know I know there are definitely people who are passionate about battling in Pokemon Go. I just, just doesn't seem like a very large audience, but I'm. they sound vocal, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure for the people who, like, it's an easy or whatever improvement that they probably wanted to make, and, you know, there's probably enough 
players out there that are like, sure, like we got we got time and things to do. You know, we're busy develop, developing the next generation of Pokemon. We'll put this in. Nope, we'll pull it out again. It's kind of weird that there's like this summer didn't really have anything new. Like last summer was trading, right? And the summer before that was raids. Well, what's new to add? Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, like gyms. Now we got gyms. We got. I mean, maybe uh, maybe it's battles. Maybe that was the thing. Was like they wanted to make battles more fun. But I don't know. They introduced PvP battling a while ago, Uh, so I don't know. But I'm like thinking like the core gameplay of the Pokemon series. What's left? Trading, gyms, battling. It's all there. Yeah. I mean, is there anything new? Mm. Contests. Well, yeah. Summer oh, 2020. Yeah. Contests coming. You heard yes. it here first. Contests would be cool. Gigantamax, a phenomenon that changes the size and appearance of Pokemon revealed in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all. Nope. I mean, I do because I saw the pictures. But. It's, I'm in it. I'm into it. So this was uh, one of the things that was leaked very several, very, very several, several months, very several months ago is not a sentence. That's, that's a thing you're saying. Yep. Several months ago, this was leaked. This was, uh, if you're curious of where we are in the stance of the leak, I think the only thing the leak has that we haven't heard is the bat team. Uh, otherwise, for the most part, this was the big thing that still wasn't shown until July 8th. So, for those trying to avoid the leak, it has uh, not a whole lot left. <laughs> so, are you saying go look at the leak? Uh, I would not look at the leak because it tells you everything about the bad team, including the conclusion. Oh. oh. So, it tells you like Rude. what their ambitions are, what the grunts are, what the bosses are. It tells you... The whole yeah. ambition thing. Skipping that, I can wait. Uh, the other thing it wait. tells you, for whatever reason, is it tells you Scorbunny's final type. Uh, it has nothing about Sobble or um, Grookey's final type. It just says That's weird. Scorbunny's What's final the other type one? will be this. <laughs> I know, the best one. And he's like, I don't even remember who that is. <sighs> I like Grookey. Okay. Gigantamax. Yes. The previously discovered phenomenon known as Dynamax can only occur in specific areas of Galar region, while Dynamax seems to be a phenomenon common to Pokemon from Galar. It's been discovered that a special phenomenon known as Gigantamaxing... (laughs) The names are so ridiculous. Not sorry, but Gigantamaxing is just I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Not only do Pokemon, not only do Gigantamax Pokemon become bigger, but their appearances also change. Like normal Dynamaxing, Gigantamaxing boosts the power of Pokemon, and it allows each Gigantamax Pokemon to use a special, unique move known as a G-Max move. Each G-Max move is particular to a specific species of Gigantamax Pokemon. And regular Dynamax Pokemon are not able to use G-Max moves. Only certain species of Pokemon can Gigantamax. And even among such species, only rare specimens will be able to Gigantamax. The majority of Pokemon will keep their usual appearance when they Dynamax. Two Pokemon species revealed 
to have Gigantamaxing capabilities today are Dreadnought and Corviknight. Wait a minute. Didn't Alcremi... Alcremi? Yeah, I mean, also- that's, on yeah. The, that's on the on the website. I don't know where you're reading. I'm reading so- the official press relief. Pr- yeah, press, well, release. The press release is not the same as the... Well, no, Maybe it has it once. has it it has it in here. I oh. don't know why it said two. I think it probably meant three. Ah, okay, whatever. We'll go through it. All right, Gigantamax. Okay, Will, what is your opinion on Gigantamaxing? I I'm happy that they're giving more Pokemon Mega Evolutions. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's we've been asking for that for years, and now we're getting more Megas. So hooray! Um, Greg. Okay, I I mean I like some of the designs I've seen so far. Uh, I think the fact that you have you only find the special ones by participating in max raid battles. I'm not sure how that's going to play out. Like if Gigantum maxing is worth it, then like finding those and doing those raids could either feel like a chore or super fun. I'm glad that it's like you actually sort of have to hunt them down. Because that means they're not necessarily a requirement to get through the game. That there's something that you can do maybe post game, depending on how like the because how the max raid battle thing works. Um, I like the designs I've seen so far. I think it's real gimmicky. I think the name is just sort of <laughs> why is it not Gigamax? Yeah, or something. Because like, maybe I don't they know. used that already. But uh, it was, but Giganta <laughs> means large. Giga just is a big number. But why? Why? Okay. Also, why is Dynamax not Gigantamax? Because all they're doing is getting bigger. And then why isn't Dynamax the better thing? Because like yeah, I, I changing. Their names are are look a rose out. by any other name, other name would still, still smell still. as sweet. I can't so, remember if the rumor said there was like a third stage of Dynamax. I uh, hope not. Oh no, a mega giga evolution, <laughs> this a giga is, mega is, evolution. This is Digimon. I'm trying um, to think. I like the fact that on the Gigantamax Alcremi, uh, it's super high calorie missiles. <laughs> It's yeah. like a selling point of this gigantic cake. Um, <laughs> it will give you diabetes. So if you, if we want to bring up, cake. so when when we were having discussions about new animations, this is what I had to bite my tongue on. Because oh, because you knew I knew that these like Corviknight will look different and Dreadnought will work different. So if they're making, let's just say they're making a hundred Pokemon, if all a hundred can change form. That's a hundred more new models that are moving and animated. Well, I mean, it doesn't necessarily. It's not necessarily limited to the you know the ones that they're making new. Like if there are older Pokemon in Max Raid battles, and some of those older po- Pokemon are the rare ones that have a Gigantamax. Like we don't know the extent of this. We, we don't know, know Charizard's going to Gigantamax. Like there's yep. not there's yeah. zero debt. Like there's Pikachu's going to Gigantamax. Gigantamax X. Gigantamax Y. I'm as Mew possibly right because we know Mew is in the Pokeball Plus. Yeah. Would they say that it's a the rare? Well, I suppose it would be a rare Mew. I don't understand. Catch it in a raid battle though. I don't understand if why is why are. 
Why does it say that only certain Pokemon can Gigantamax? Like, if there's a Corviknight in the field and there's a Corviknight in a max raid battle, why would I ever catch one in the field if I know it can't do this? Well, because I... Well, no, wait. NPCs can be your friends. Um... Not I th- mean... Hmm. I mean, you may... It depends on, like, what the max raid battle... Like, if certain things don't appear in max raid battles, unless you've caught them in the wild first, like, we don't know, sort of, what you have to do to activate these raid battles true. to get these rare. So, it could be that you have to have caught one before, before it will appear in raid battles. That's, or, yeah, sure. Okay. Who knows? It depends on how they implement it. But, yeah, if if you know certain one, if a rare one from a max raid battle will be, then you're going to spend your time finding that one so you can Gigantamax it. Like, yeah, that could be a thing. I it's also, like the new shiny hunting, I suppose. I also think of, like, Dreadnought's Pokedex entry of, like, it needs a strong trainer to tame it. Does that mean, like, Dreadnought being able to Gigantamax is only going to be in raid battles? Because that's part of its lore, where, like, four people have to take it down. That's the Probably. lore of its taming. So is Dreadnought not going to be in the wild? Is Corviknight not going to be in the wild? But they showed Corviknight flying around in the wild. Well, but that's the they taxi. Showed it that's flying the around taxi. For the taxi. Yeah, that's the taxi oh. service. I thought they showed it in the wild area. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it was in the wild area. Anyways. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it totally could be. I just think it's. I just think that's. It's not like a. Like it's not going to make me stop playing the game. I just right. think it's weird that it if. If I catch a Dreadnought in the wild and it can't G Gigantamax, then what good is it to me? <laughs> well, it's good because it's a cute Pokemon. I guess. And yeah, what it if just you does regular like... Pokemon stuff. What if you're yeah, but a Gigantamax the whole one can do regular Pokemon stuff too. And it gets... Unless like... Uh, I... Super massive. Okay, sure. I'll read the... Dreadnaw, Gigantamax Dreadnaw, the power of Gigantamaxing has allowed... Oh, can one of you guys look up Dreadnaw's abilities because it's Gigantamax might be different? I doubt it, but we should probably double cross-check that. The power of Gigantamaxing has allowed Dreadnaw to stand on its hind legs uh, from its standing position. It can come... It can come crashing down on opposing Pokemon and crush them with their, its massive body. Dreadnought normally keeps its neck retracted within its shell, but when it attacks, it rapidly shoots out its neck. Its jaw becomes incredibly strong, and it can easily bite through huge metal towers. The strength of its jaw, combined with the force of its neck, gives Dreadnought the power to punch a hole through a rocky mountain in a single strike. Water-type moves used against Gigantamax Dreadnought will char will change to G-Max Stone Surge. G-Max Stone Surge doesn't just deal damage. It will scatter sharp rocks around the opponent and cause Pokemon entering, cause damage to Pokemon entering to the oh, battlefield. So it adds uh, Stealth Rocks to the field. Yeah. So Stone Surge and Stealth Rocks. Nice. Uh, it's the Gigantamax listed and the regular Dreadnought abilities are the same. Okay. Strong jaw or cell armor. I'm assuming yeah. not different. Maybe some Pokemon will change ability. I'm just trying to think of Mega Evolution. Maybe. Um, I mean, it could be. It's I mean, possible. they could. I mean, they allude to it, but don't show it. Right. In the, like, you know, it still has Sweet Veil for El Creamy, but it says that its creamy body is resistant to shock. 
is that just that it that's go up a lot? I don't know. I do like, I mean, at least what we read, I like the thought put into this. I mean, Al Creamy's G-Max finale move is pretty good. All right. Well, let's get Corviknight out of the way here. Corviknight uses massive wings to catch updrafts created by Gigantamax Energy to hover in air while it battles. The Wait, armor- Gigantamax Energy? is This is something new. Is that what ar- those little clouds are? I, yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> the, the armor uh, on its body has been reinforced, so attacks from Pokemon on the ground barely have any effect. Gima- huh. Gigantamax energy has caused the armor covering Corviknight's wings to separate and become blade birds capable of flying independently. Flying type moves what? used by Gigantamax Corviknight will change to G-Max Wind Rage which removes any effects of moves like reflect, light screen, spikes, and electric terrain. So it's like a souped-up G That uh, the opponents default. may have. Uh, so I think this is important. Let's go back to Dreadnought real quick. Yeah. So Dreadnought's move is G-Max Stone Surge, but it's saying that water-type moves will turn into Stone Surge. So if you have... So we don't know how this works, but let's say you have a water-type move and a rock-type move and protect and, I don't know, screech. Is your water-type move turning to stone surge? Your water-type move turns to stone surge, which I'm assuming is a rock-type move, and then your rock-type move stays as a rock-type move? So are you sacrificing the fact that... Because there's the conversation of balance, and this seems like you're doing damage, we don't know how much, and you're setting up stealth rock, which seems really good because stealth rock is really good. But are you losing the fact that now Dreadnought can no longer use water type moves? Well, I think it's like Z moves. Like you select that you're gonna use your gigant your G move, and then it turns all the water type moves that you have into Stone Surge for that attack. Yeah, like how Z like how Z moves worked is my assumption. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. It's like a one you when you use that move one type, you gigantic like move it, yeah. and then yeah. afterwards it's back to what it used to be. Yeah, so you I'm go just back asking to if Stone whatever. Surge is a water type move because it's saying a water type move is going to turn into a move with the word stone in it. So is your water type move turning into a rock type move? And if you oh. only have one water type move, and it's turning into a rock type move when you G Max, your thing doesn't have any more water type moves. Yeah, but it should go back to having that water type move after your G-Max move is used. Why would it, well, it only lasts three turns. So I would assume that if you use your G-Max move, that's grayed out for the other two turns. I don't, I don't know why that would be. Because that's I, not I, how it works no, with no, Z no. moves. Like, it's like Z moves. It's just it's only accessible as a right. gigantic move well, Z mo- when you're gigantic. Okay, so Z moves, you're pressing a button, and then right. you're pressing the move. What we've seen right. of Gigantamax, your moves just change into... Nope, Dynamax. We've seen, no, we've seen, we've like seen that, that with Dynamax. Dynamax. We have not seen that with G-Max. See? G-Max All right. is only so it is probably those rare ones and it will get the it what might get the G-Max option. Well, if they're and trying to hit that. strive for balance, if by yeah. Dynamaxing they're forcing your they're limiting your move pool for 3 turns. I mean, yeah. that and they're giving you a more powerful move. This move seems good. It does seem good. I mean, we don't, I don't know. It, it 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 could go either way. Like I see what you're saying. Like, it if you have a water move when you Gigantamax, it becomes Stone Surge only, and that's another layer to competitive. If that's the case, right? Because right. when we looked at uh, what was it, Square Bunny that Dynamaxed, two of its moves were the same in the 
Dynamax thing. It was like yeah. Max, normal, I don't know, whatever. Um, so it had four moves, but when it Dynamax, it technically only had three moves. Because two were very similar. Well, we'll have to see when we see. So Corviknight gets rid of... Uh, Corviknight will change G-Max to wind, ra- wind Rage, which removes any effects of Reflect, Light Screen, Spikes, and Electric Terrain. Does that confirm that Tapu Koko and company are going to be in this game? No, because other things had electric terrain. Yeah, absolutely. That's been a move for a while. It's just that. How many other things Tapu have Koko, electric terrain? Not a lot. Not a lot, but that doesn't mean that more aren't getting it. Yeah, doesn't have to be a lot. The thing about the uh, the thing about the Tapus is that they automatically placed it as their ability instead of having it be a move. But it's been a move for a while. Yeah, Magneton. Magnezone line, Electabuzz yeah. line, Luxray line, Tapu Koko, yep. Zerkatry. Tapu Koko did it, uh, those, they did it automatically. And right? Togudumaru. Yeah. Technically, Marip, Pichu, and Helioptile can learn it only through breeding, which we haven't even got to breeding yet in this game, so nope. <laughs> we have no clue. It's very limited, though. Yeah, so there aren't a lot that have it because it's a very specific move. Like, it, it is... The big thing about the tapus, like the excitement that I remember, is the fact that these terrain moves happened automatically. You didn't have to use an attack slot for it. They gave really good benefits, but in most cases, it wasn't worth the benefits weren't worth giving up a attack slot for it. And that may still be. It's much more important. The more common things that it gets rid of reflect light screen spikes. Uh, most likely stealth rocks, all the ones that are really common, it acts like a souped-up defog to get rid of those. Yeah. But the thing is is that it says that the opponent has, so whereas like defog, I think it's rid of everything on the field, this seems to only get rid of the stuff that the opponents have put on you. So we have to see how it works, how close to defog it is. But like, they put in electric terrain because it, I, I don't know that defog gets rid of the terrains. And I think they're putting that to say that this gets rid of all of those, like, all of the effect moves that can be, this will get rid of it. Like, I think they included it so people can say, oh, well, you know, does it, what does it affect? <laughs> sure. I mean, it doesn't say Stealth Rock, but it says Spikes, which is right. weird. Which is an entry hazard. So Spikes, Stealth Rocks are the, you know, t- Spikes, Toxic Spikes, Stealth Rocks are all entry hazards. And so I think that's included... Um, like reflect and light screen are the screens, spikes are all the entry hazards, and electric terrain is the all terrain. the terrains. So I think they're hitting all of these things that you put up to alter the battlefield can get rid of by this move. So I think they're just covering their bases, not that they're used a lot or confirming that the tapus will be in because I don't think the tapus are coming over. But newly discovered Pokemon of the Gala region, Alcrimi. The cr- All creamies. The cream Pokemon, fairy type, Ugh. one foot tall, 1.1 pounds, ability Sweet Veil. Alcrimi can produce whipped cream, which becomes richer the happier Alcrimi is feeling. Desserts made with using this cream are invariably delicious. So many pastry chefs strive to have an Alcrimine as their partner. With attacks by opponents, Alcrimi will throw scented, sweet-scented cream to distract them or temporarily blind them, giving it time to escape. So when I was in Minneapolis, I had this <laughs> meal, I don't know if you've heard of it before, called uh, a high top. Have you heard of this? I have not. 
I mean, I get, have, but... You can get it at the High Low Diner in okay. uh, yep. Longfellow section of Minneapolis. It's basically a plate-sized donut with whipped cream on top. Mm-hmm. I couldn't finish it. It was beyond my ability. So it's a little rich. It's I a little belie- rich. It's more than a little rich. I, I believe <laughs> in this Pokemon. I believe... It can overwhelm you with whipped cream, <laughs> and you're just going to turn away sure. because you can't handle it. I'm I love I love Al Creamy Al Creamy whatever you want to call it All Creamies. It's beautiful. I love its Giga form or whatever that's going to be called. I I'm going to have one on my team for about five minutes until I replace it with something cooler. Yeah, but I like it for what it is. Uh, I like I like dessert. It, I'm gonna I'm getting to the point where I can have a fully dessert you could, Pokemon yeah. team. <laughs> ice cream, got, cotton candy, and cream. I mean, to be fair, vanilla is not ice cream. It's snow. Ugh. It's, you are not ice Would cream. You stop. You can't eat vanilla. You not with that attitude. Yeah, I could. Yeah, get, get me a spoon in the right attitude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dedication is what that's called. Get get that as a flavor in Izzy's ice cream. That's what that is. I don't think snow is a flavor. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Eat what it. Do you, you you can add flavorings to it. Yeah, shaved ice, shaved vanilla. For the Pokedex entries, the temperature of their breath is negative fifty eight degrees Fahrenheit. They create snow crystals and make snow fall around them in areas. The Pokemon yeah. formed from icicles bathed in energy from the morning sun. It sleeps buried in snow. Blah blah blah. Get blah, me a blah, spoon, blah. Munch, and munch, I'm munch. gonna dig nom, right nom, in. Yup. Nom, 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 nom. Uh, El Creamy still boogs me out. Like, I think it's cute, and then I'm like, what is that cream doing spoiling in the sun? Also, I get when I look at El Creamy, I get the same sort of internal shuddery feel that when I look at a giant plate of whipped cream that I've already eaten half of, and I've okay. overloaded my <laughs> richness for the day. Whenever I look at El Creamy, I'm like, Ugh. it's cute and disgusting to be at the same time. I think a lot of people probably thought of Slurpuff when they first saw this. Yeah. I would yeah, advise Slurpuff. pulling up pictures of them side by side because they're nothing alike. Slurpuff like, has I th- a cute tongue. You know, you know the whole thing of like draw a Pokemon from memory and like people struggle with that? When you see Alcreme and then you think Slurpuff, you probably in your mind think they're similar. But man, side by yeah, side, they're, they're, they're not at all like very it. different. I mean, they're sweet foods done. Sweet yeah, they're foods. they're foods. Yeah, just like I guess like Pikachu and Togunumaru and Elmoga, Amolga are all electric rodents. Gigantamax, uh, Alcreme, the cream pouring out of its body uh, hardens <laughs> when subject to impacts. The stronger the impact, the harder it becomes, giving Alcreme an impressive resistance to physical attacks. Additionally, the giant berry decorations on Alcreme's body are as hard as diamonds. And it's said that most attacks won't even be able to leave a scratch. Alcreme will launch high-calorie cream missiles <laughs> around yeah. itself oh, to oh, attack no. opponents. Oh, oh. This is the dialogue from a lazy company. <laughs> no, I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> it's so gross. Any Pokemon that touches this cream will be filled with energy and euphoria, but at the same time, it will fall into a state of complete confusion. <laughs> it's Fairy-type moves used by Gigantamax Alcremi will change to G-Max Finale, which will heal all Pokemon on Alcremi's side while dealing damage to an opponent. I think this is important 
because we have yet to see double battles in this game or even triple battles or rotation or sky. Now, here's the question. When it says it heals all Pokemon on its side, does that include ones that are in your party? Yeah, no, that could be woo. the ones in the ball. Yeah, like, yeah, does it we... heal everything? Because like, that's like a huge, that's like a huge thing. Yeah. It's like, because they do that with aromatherapy, right? Like, aromatherapy cures all statuses of everybody that's on your team, Pokeball or out. So, this is like, this is to me is saying it heals a percentage to everybody. Like, everybody's going to get that sweet, sweet healing. It kind of worries me that we haven't seen double battles yet. I don't know why. There'll be double battles. Nope, only rotation battles. Yeah, oh, sorry. I, I am there. I am there for rotation battles. At, at this point, I can, for whatever reason, I can see them cutting it because these big Pokemon take up these stadiums. Well, I mean, it could be that Dynamaxing is only available to one in a double battle, so it would go to the back and there'd be a little one up front. Like, they could do it that way, <laughs> you know? That would be hilarious. I, I don't mean, even they, like double seen, battles that much. I'm just But like we've seen the fact that they have in raid battles one Dynamax while three sit out front. That's true. So that's not like Yeah, you're right, you're right, of. you're right. So you are, I mean, yeah, it's you're very likely right. that it'll be like one can one can Dynamax and you have to pick that the one. That one would be in the back and then the and one in the front. The and you have your little you have your little buddy up front like I'm here <laughs> being cute. Mm. More new Pokemon. We've known about this one since E3. Yamper, the puppy Pokemon. It is electric. It's a foot tall, 28 English pounds uh, with the ability Ball Fetch. Uh, Yamper tends to be drawn to things that are moving quickly. It can chase after people, Pokemon, or even vehicles. This is my dog. It has an organ in its body that generates electricity, and it's activated when Yamper runs around. Yamper can't store the electricity it generates, so it often sees... uh, It often is seen running around with electric sparks crackling around it. It's so cute! Yamper's ability, Ball Fetch, is a new ability that comes into play when a trainer throws a Pokeball at a wild Pokemon but fails to catch it. If Yamper changer. isn't holding an item, it will fetch the first Pokeball that has failed to catch the Pokemon, regardless of what type of Pokeball it is. Before so you say Master it, Master Ball, Ball cannot fail. <laughs> when that Master Ball fails, because they're introducing failing Master Balls now, it's Perfect. got a 1% chance to fail. We have Roly Coley, the coal Pokemon. The type is rock. It's a foot tall, 26. How is this dog heavier than this rock? All right, moving on. It has two abilities, either steam engine or heat proof. Roly Coley's red eye can illuminate in dark areas. While it uses the lump of coal attached to its body like a wheel to move through coals, coal mines and caves, it has the ability to smoothly travel even over t- rough terrain. Until about 100 years ago, every household in Galar region had a roly-coly. The, <laughs> would, the families would use the coal that dropped off by its body for cooking and heating in their homes. Roly-coly's ability, Steam Engine, is a new ability that provides a speed boost if it's hit by a fire or water-type move during battle. That's real good. I really I'm like that ability. really getting disturbed by how people are using portions, things that come off of the Pokemon. This is Look, like everything I drops, love about Pokemon. It, it sheds its coal skin. You take the coal. You burn the coal. You pollute the air. More roly-coly okay. can be born because it's dark. 
I can understand how alchemy is kind of like, say, a cow or a goat or a sheep and you're getting milk from it. Yes, that is comprehensible. What is the equivalent to getting coal from a rock? Um, Pokemon? Wool? Mm-hmm. You okay. share a sheep. Okay, okay, right. okay, okay. Everything in Galar is sheep-based. I get it. Okay, yeah, I understand. I like the fact that Rolly Coley has like a wheel at the bottom. I do, yeah. It's so cute. Uh, I saw some people saying the ability seems very powerful. I think it's plus three to your speed when hit by a fire or water type move. Um, I don't see anyone realistically using a fire move against a rock Pokemon. No, it's a a switch in, right? It's a switch in. You're expecting a fire move, so you throw in Rolly Coley. It depends, again, if Rolly Coley, uh, how it evolves. Like, is that even going to be worth using? I don't see it any more powerful than switching in a Quagsire or switching in a Seismitoad. I mean, what is the one that, uh, what's the speed one from electricity? Uh, oh, why can't I think of it? Volt. Absorb. I don't, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) It's the one that Electrovire has. Yeah, Electrovire has it. Or if you hit it, the speed goes up plus one. Yeah. Motor drive. Motor drive. Motor drive. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that, it's that same ability, right? It's, Motorive. I mean, granted, Motorive is just for electric, and this gives more. This is a wider spread, right? Like you're also, hitting water and fire. Are they giving better abilities to worse Pokemon? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, we don't this know is, if this they're is balancing evolve, the meta, right? dude. Right. Yeah. yeah we don't. We don't know. We don't know if this is good. We don't know if Roly Coley is the golem of this generation. But when's the last time you saw a competitive golem in battle? Right. Also, like, if its speed is two, an increase still is not going to make it viable, right? Like, if it has a terrible speed, getting a plus three speed boost won't allow it to outspeed things. It Like, there's so much... I mean, it'll be interesting to see how these things play out. Like, on paper, that could be a quick rock polish. And, you know, sometimes Golem with rock polish does work. But a lot of times, it doesn't. So we'll see, like... Just because it can come in on a water move doesn't mean that it's going to be able to stay in and survive it will for very take, long uh, and make uh, just, use that sp- speed. Just to point out, it will take damage from water and fire moves, but it does get the speed boost. It doesn't, like, absorb it. Right. Like, so, hitting, getting hit with a water move on a rock Pokemon still ain't great. Yeah, it's still going to do some damage. I mean, I think there, I think it's interesting that they're... It, it's creative. It, you know, it's. I think it's geared towards... Saying, like, hey, we are going to change some things in the meta, so, like, here are some things that you're going to see. And I think that's a good, like, exciting speculation sort of thing. Like, what other abilities will be out there? Like, what what else is coming? Like, because ball fetch is, like, that's like a quality of life thing, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's just like a... It's just like, you know, you're going to uh, want to have this thing when you're filling your Pokedex. I struggle with this one. Uh, it's supposed to be a play on aluminum, I believe. Dura- Duraludon? Duraludon, but yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be hmm. durable aluminum, and then Mastodon, whatever Don you want. Don, yeah, you know all the all the dinosaurs, but Duraludon. It's the alloy po- Pokemon. It's Steel Dragon. You've probably heard that before. It's the same typing as Dialga. Isn't the first that has the same typing? It is Dialga? yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. It is five eleven. Rip Dialga, taller than me. That's 88 it's pounds. As tall as me. Light metal and heavy metal are its abilities. Really interesting. 
Duraludon lives in caves in mountainous areas. Their two arms have slightly different shapes. And they use them to grind down rock surfaces for food. Its body is composed of an incredible durable metal, but also surprisingly light. Duraludon can move quickly despite its appearance. Its body is susceptible to corrosion, however, and is known to rust easily. They share the habitat with Tyranitar. These two Pokemon are often seen battling each other in the mountains of Galar. So Tyranitar confirmed. Okay. Yep. Well, we saw we Tyranitar saw in the very first trailer. I know. Also, is this a Pokemon evolving? Because it looks like a baby. It does. Mm. I, it looks like a. It looks like a single to me. It looks like a Drampa or a Drunigan. Uh, okay. Sure. Like, it looks like I, and I still don't know how I. I oh, so I'll say this. I like it when it's standing up. I hate it when it's on all fours. I didn't know, so I'm sure one person who listens to the podcast doesn't know. Light metal is an ability that has existed. It's a hidden yep. ability for uh, Scissor, Beldum, Matang, Metagross, and Registeel, all the hidden abilities. Um, the user's weight is halved. This decreases mm-hmm. the damage taken from Low Kick and Grass Knot, increases the damage from Heavy Slam and Heat Crash, yeah. and lowers the base power of the user's Heavy Slam and Heat Crash. I mean, it's really light metal to help deal with the fighting types that want to come in because it's a steel type. Yeah. And uh, this is, again, the first time a Pokemon will have this ability that isn't a hidden ability. It's a heavy metal is a hidden ability on the Aeron line and the Bronzong line. The user's weight is doubled and increases the power of Heavy Slam and Heat Crash and increases the damage taken from opponents Low Kick and Grass Knot. So that's all the new Pokemon. They didn't, for whatever reason, bring up Impidimp. I know. Uh, which we know from the E3 mm. demo, so I guess they're saving that I for later. I want to see Impidimp. I want to see uh, the official artwork. I want to see Ugadump. Yeah, that too. Impidimp and Ugadump. Quit now, frauds. We know release. that there's a Pokemon League in the Galar region where Pokemon battles are big entertainment. The region's Pokemon League holds tournaments to determine the next champion. Players will have to compete with their rivals and challenge the gym leaders of the region to take for their chance to take part in this tournament. The gym challenge is a true celebration of Pokemon battling. Participating trainers strive to collect all eight gym badges and only Pokemon trainers who have been endorsed by specific people, such as gym leaders, can join. During gym battles, the challenger will wear a special uniform for the occasion, Trainers can choose the combination of three letters on their uniform. L-O-L. Uh, sorry, not letters. Three numbers. Oh, there you go. That's safer. Trainers six, can six, choose a combination six. of three numbers on their uniform. So 666, probably very popular. 777, 707. Read it upside down, friends. Yeah, 007. Eight eight zero eight. If your name is Bob, or if you're from Hawaii, nine nine nine. If you want to be trickier than six six six, ooh, yeah. One two three to prove that you're not creative. <laughs> One two three to let everybody know what your passwords exactly. probably are. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> um, it's cool. That's a nice touch. I think. Yeah. I'm. I actually been actively thinking of what my three numbers would be. My digits. This is going to be your birth date. Let me get my date. Eight, a seven twenty nine. Yeah, seven uh, two nine. Coming up. My birthday yeah. only has two numbers. 
There's a zero. Oh, no zeros for Will. Uh, once a year, a series of Pokemon battles known as the Champion Cup is held in the Galar region. The Champion Cup will decide who will be able to challenge the reigning champion for their seat. Trainers throughout the region, such as those who successfully complete the gym challenge, can participate in the Champion Cup tournament. The Champion Cup battles are broadcast on TV in the Galar region and are watched by everyone. Everyone, you must Everybody. watch. Every, the Galar is actually North Korea. Mandatory watching of the battles. The uh, There's no Elite Four anymore? Nobody said that. Yeah, I don't know what it means. Like, it's interesting. It's the Champion Cup. The Champion Cup. Cup decides who gets to challenge the champion for their seat. I mean, mm. how much are you going to say that there's four contenders and then a right. final? Well, how, how many? Cup? What's a bracket to equal four? One, eight. Eight people. So your rival, you, four, four quote randos. unquote, elite four members. It, it, it's, I mean, like, whether or not this is different than the Elite Four is whether or not trials are different than gym battles. Right. I mean, ultimately, it's the same thing in a different wrapper. If you have to battle in a bracket system, that's really not that different than battling four people in a row. No, I mean, but in previous, like, if it's the bracket system, previously, you know, the Elite Four was go against whoever you wanted, like, just take on the order that you want. And I think they changed that in black system, and white. Yeah, like, if this is a bracket system, then it's much more like older Elite Four, where you go through whatever the bracket states, um, with no you know, with no choice and no stopping. So I don't I'm know what it means. Cool with a bracket could... if it randomizes it. Like, that was the coolest thing about yeah, Sun and could... Moon, is you would get a different challenger when you went... Well, I mean, you still battled the f- same four people, but then you would have, like, little Tommy or Plumeria or Guzma battle you yeah, randomly for the seat. interesting if it was random who won and who you What faced. about this, though? What if it, like, remember how in X and Y you got the, um, what were they called? Like, from your friend codes, and, like, everybody had a particular safari? The friend safari? Friend safari. Yeah. Yeah. What if, like, for all of your friends that defeat the game, when you go back, they become part of your bracket? That would be very cool. And you have to be... battle the team that they use to beat the game. Cool, minus the fact that Nintendo has done absolutely nothing with that friends list. It's well, not like it's... Yet. Okay, like, Mario Maker 2 just came out. Can you go to your friends list and play your friends' levels? No. <laughs> you I have know. to, like, specifically search for a three-digit code. Let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. Can you battle people from your friends' list? No, you have to give them a three-digit code. But you could battle people from your friend list in the other ones, because they were at the bottom in the PSS. So, uh, yeah, so but- dab it on you. Dab yeah, but that's a whole different Ooh. console. Well, it's not a whole different concept. I do like the three-digit code in Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Makes it very nice to just quickly yes. trade without adding a bunch of people to a list. I 100% love that. I think they should keep that. If they can benefit from the friends list, that would be really cool. We'll see. We have some people of Galar. They introduced a bunch of people. We're going to go through those. We're going to take a quick break. So what we got left here is the people... And then places the things. No, just the people. And then the double pack. And then we're gonna cover this article. So we will be right back. Why is there not a Pokemon Snap two? Pokemon Snap two. Why is there not a Pokemon Snap two? Two. 
pre-order it right now. Right now. Right now. And we are back from our break. People of the Gala region. So this trailer showed a bunch of new people. Uh, we already know some of these people, uh, but they showed off Leon. Leon is the strongest trainer in the Gala region, and he won the championship in his first ever gym challenge without being defeated a single time. To this day, so he cheated. <laughs> to this day, his winning Axe. streak continues to grow, and his talent for Pokemon battles is unmatched. His, he's aided in countless victories by his partner Charizard, which will most likely Gigantamax, and he's known to go all out during battles no matter who he's facing. His battle style has captured the hearts of the people of Galar. Next in line is Chairman Rose. Rose is the chairman of the Galar Pokemon League and the president of a large business conglomerate. Sounds suspicious. Yep. yep. He's made the Galar Pokemon League famous by implementing gym battles featuring Dynamax, featuring the Dynamax phenomenon. Chairman Rose was also f- the first to endorse Leon for his gym challenge. Uh, yep. How do you say this? Uh, Olinon? Oliana? Oliana? Probably Oliana. Oliana? Is it I-L-E? It's O-L-E-A-N-A. I'd say Oliana. Yeah, it's probably Oliana. Uh, she is Chairman Rose's secretary and is known for her calm and collected personality. Yeah, she she's s- already tired of you. Like, she you also just s- look at her picture. She's like done. Serves I'm as the it. vice president of Rose's company and is heart- largely in charge of the day-to-day running of the company. AKA Chairman Rose is doing something bad. She's going to take over at the end of the game. Yep, <laughs> that's all bad people. They're all they're. It's a whole scandal. B or B? is it B? Just B. Okay. B. Yeah, like Aunt B. From like Golden Girls, right? No, like Aunt B from Spider-Man? No, that's Aunt May. Aunt B is from Andy Griffith. Oh, my Lord. B. Arthur (laughs) is from Golden Girls. Okay. B is a prodigy in Galar Karate, carrying on its century-old traditions and techniques, known for her stoicism and rarely showing her emotions. Stoicism. Stoicism. Sorry. B is also an expert on fighting type Pokemon. Her battle Love. style remains very precise, even when she's backed into a corner. Love the design. Uh, Alistair B is Arthur a- is great. <laughs> Alistair is a talented trainer of ghost type Pokemon who has taken on the mantle of the ghost type gym leader at a young age. I, okay, hold on. Why does Game Freak love ghost type trainers? Because so much. Are cool. Is it Alistair or is it Alistair? Alice, the A L L I S T E R, Alistair. Oh, Alistair. So they're not yeah. doing like a you can't do that on television reference. Okay, go on. Yes, nope, they're not. I it's Alistair. This don't is know also what that means. my husband's favorite right now. He actually texted me when I did not show this to him immediately well, with the text saying, "Why didn't you tell me?" <laughs> I think it's established fact that your husband's into ghouls. True. Is there? <laughs> is rude uh he's extremely shy and fearful and always hides his face with a mask when others when around other people 
Alistair rarely makes public appearances and apparently spends most of his time around ruins or in cemeteries. Certain towns in Galar region will offer different gyms and trainers that you can challenge depending on if you're playing Sword or Shield. In Pokemon Sword, you will face B, while in Pokemon Shield, you will test your skills against Alistair. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. They've done Do this I before. unlock them later? No. Really? Yes, different really. Different gyms in different games? Yes. Yeah, this is like The huge. first trial in Sun and Moon are different Pokemon. No, no, no. No, no, no. We used the word gym. We did not use the word trial. Oh, I'm not having this argument. Trials and gyms <laughs> are the same thing. They're not wow. like... Like They're what? Same, like explain Whatever. to me the, the difference between Sophocles' puzzle and Blaine's puzzle. I don't. I don't. Blaine's don't, no. puzzle was fun. <laughs> there you go. There's the difference right there. <laughs> Just let me know the address where I can submit my resignation. Thank you. Okay. Even even if even if you're gonna even if you're gonna hang your hat on gyms. You're you're still getting ex- you like Sun and Moon already provided exclusive content. You're at you're battling a dark type Alolan Radicate, or you're battling a normal type Gumshoes. Well, no, like, no, that's no. pretty different. I mean, I, this goes back to Black and White, where you had either White Forest or Black City, depending the, on your game. Yeah, but, but I'm just the, saying it. Cosmetically, they look different, but they still had the same tower. They just looked. No, the well, tower they had, was, they different. was different. No, no, they were very different. They were very different. What? Yeah. You, the tower you're, is no. Like, you're you're you, you're you thinking black in. two. You're thinking black two and white two. I'm talking right. black and white. Black and white okay. were very different. Black and white were very different. They did very different. I I think it's interesting. Like I'm excited about more than just the Pokemon is different. Like I was gonna play Sword first, but now I'm like I really want to fight this Ghost Gym. I so know, am I doing Shield me first? Too. I did wasn't even gonna get Shield because like, it's ugly. Well, also. In Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, you do fight three trial leaders, very different. In Sun, I believe you fight, uh, like, Lana and Kaawe and Nanu, and then in Moon, you fight Mallow and Sophocles and whoever the last person is. So there are three unique battles for Mina's trial per what game you picked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yes. So even if you were like, Alolan Raticate and Alolan Gumshoes don't count because they're giant Pokemon that I'm fighting. Uh, like, I don't know. Uh, you're battling a person with three po- unique Pokemon that is ultimately a gym leader. Yeah, I just, I'm wondering how many of the other gyms are going to be different. Like, I'm just curious yeah. what the extent of it is because, like, I, I the, think they should do more. Is, I think they should do more, too. But it's a, re- seriously, I was like, I am playing Sword first. But now this is like, Mm. Do I do that, or do I still play Sword first and let Brent play Shield because that's his gym leader that he wants to play against? Like this is like more decisions than I was prepared to make. I don't feel. I mean, I mean, I'm sure some people feel frustrated that now they experience everything they have to buy both, but I don't feel that at all. Like if I really, well, I'm going to buy both and play both because I want to consume as much Pokemon as possible, but. If you could only afford one game and you decide you liked Alistair better, like one single gym battle that I might be missing out at with doesn't really seem to like drive me to spend an extra $60. 
but I think it is nice for people who buy both. Like, if I'm really bummed that I'm missing out on B, I mean, I can look up a YouTube video and watch somebody battle her in, like, two minutes or however long it takes. Like, I don't know. I just don't see it as, like, a bad thing. I mean, that's you. That doesn't work for everybody. Like, YouTube is just not my thing, for especially for you, video but games. But do you think that you, if you could only, if you only had the budget to buy one, you feel like you'd be missing out on the other one? I yes. typically only yes. buy one. I typically don't buy both, and I will feel like I am missing out on something. Don't it's you just already because... feel that with Pokemon? No. So no, because I can trade for you the can Pokemon. Do you not feel that when you didn't battle Alolan Raticade? Because I am not even going to get into that argument with you, but I don't feel like it's the same thing. <laughs> they say that the NPCs say different things. Okay. Pokemon don't. Yeah, but they I say will... different things during Mina's whole trial. Like well, there are three different battles that entire but it, trial. But it's still, it's like it's Mina's trial. Fundamentally, it's travel around and do these different things. These are entirely different gym experience. But those are in three different people that you're fighting with three different Pokemon uh, and actual they're, different they're dialogue. S- no, they're still the people I fought before. This is like completely independent, independent. I I will feel like I am missing out on something. I know I know you don't feel the same way, but our brains are different. That's fine. Greg, what were you gonna say? No, I was saying I, I actually see both your points. Like there were different trials. It was still, like as Will said, it was still Mina's trial. The basics were still, go talk to these people. And you had talked to them before. Like, if Alistair doesn't appear anywhere in S.W.O.R.D., like, then, yeah, I'm going to feel like I missed out on the Alistair experience. Because, like, just because you talked to different people, you had still met those NPCs in-game. What about right? Iris and Drayden? You fight like, Drayden yeah, in black, too... and you fight Iris right. in white. I, I was right. innocent but, during those days. I didn't but, know. <laughs> but the gym was the same. The gym was the same, but your argument but, okay. right now is different no. people. That is, not, that is not my argument. What I'm saying... Does Iris show up in Drayden's game? I, can't rem- yes. I honestly can't remember. Yes. She shows Drayden, up and Drayden shows up in Iris, and vice yes. versa. Yep. They both, you both meet those NPCs. You meet them... You meet them in the final city. You meet Iris earlier on. I forget which version. Anyways, you do meet both of them. So if Alistair does not appear anywhere in this game, if it is just a shield exclusive, then yes, people are going to feel like they're missing something because you never met this person. It also depends on if B's gym and Alistair's gym have the same types of puzzles. It's just one is fighting themed and one is ghost themed. That will mitigate that experience. But if they're vastly different, then yeah, people are going to feel like they missed out. Because if it's, you know, Bees is punching rocks and Alistair's is teleporting through walls and they're very different experiences, then people are going to feel like, yes, I've missed a unique gym experience, which is something different than what we've had before. Are we like, really thinking gyms are unique at this point? How many ice puzzles do I have to go through? We don't know what they are, right? It's true. Like, we don't. We I don't mean, we've know. seen like, the, the water, water one. Gym, it, the, water the water one gym didn't was... look like anything we have. Like we've done that before yeah, in correct. like a different wrapper, but we've done turn the nozzle. Okay, the path is opened. Yeah, we've done that, but we don't know, and that's what I'm saying. It, depending on what the actual differences are, for me, will determine how much of a I really want. I really feel like I missed that unique experience. Let's say you in Sun you did Kiawe's trial and in Moon you did 
Mallow's trial and they didn't appear in the other ones, I would have felt, because those were both unique and fun experiences, I would have felt left out if that happened in those games. Oh, heck yeah. Absolutely. I, agree. I mean, I, I, I mean, Mallow's is, Mallow's is unique, but Kaoway's is not. You can answer any question and it still gives you the same solution. Like, but, once, the yeah, but the experience is unique. It's not the, the surprise, mechanics. The picture, like, Kiawe's is one of the funniest ones, and if I didn't get to experience that, I would have been left. I would have felt like, okay, I missed a unique experience. I missed that that surprise of the hiker showing See, up. But and I, that being I mean, funny. honestly, I think like right, we're, we're never going to come to a common ground because fundamentally, right, Steve, when you have an NPC that has a dialogue box in front of you, you hit B, A, whatever, skip as fast as possible. Oh, I read every dialogue box the first time I go through. Really? I do. How many uh, games have you played where you're like, I didn't realize that that was going <laughs> on because uh, I wasn't paying attention? Okay, Final I, I Fantasy is you. different than... Oh! Final Fantasy I, is different than... I will literally stop everything that I am doing <laughs> to sit and read a dialogue box in every single... I get an itch in my brain if I do not read and comprehend exactly what that NPC is saying to me. Yeah, but what about battling that Alolan Raticate? What about it? You didn't feel the inch when you didn't get the chance to do it and you battled the gumshoes instead? Nope, because that's not a thinking, rational being of communication in the uh, universe that I am visiting. It's not about the Pokemon, it's about no. the people. I'm just saying, we're, we're never going to come to common no. ground on this because you and I think about these things differently. We, we experience them differently. So does this make you feel like you need both games now? I don't know yet. It depends on how different they are. I mean, this is from a person who will buy both games. Like, I just buy both games, and I always play both games. But Will tends to buy, buy play one and then maybe get around much later to the other one. So Will has a very different experience with how he goes through these games. And I think that's valid. Like, like if if the two gyms are exactly the same, it's just the Pokemon and the cosmetics are different, Will would that make your feelings of missing out something be less. Yes, absolutely. Because it's the same experience, just like the UI looks different. And that's very different than if they're radically different gym experience. The question wasn't asked, like, do you think that this is, like, bad? I don't think it's bad. For no, Will. I think, because, I, think, like, I, think it's, I think it's cool. I just feel like I'll be missing out on something. Oh, yeah. okay. Because, like, I feel like they need to justify why they're still making two games at this point. Yeah, absolutely, they do. Yeah, one hundred percent. Absolutely, they do. Since trading is so easy, and they introduced online trading and GTS and all that stuff, yeah. Because I'm getting to the point where I'm thinking, oh well, do I still want to? Like, I'm the person that was thinking, do I still want to buy both games? And this change solidified that yes, I do want to buy both games. So in case they are very different experiences, I can experience both. It is sort of a a little catch that like exclusive Pokemon isn't enough anymore. And they know that this is now like the evolution of exclusivity and why you should get both so that and I have a feeling that they will be very different gym experiences just because of people like me who are like, well, I can I only need to buy one now because I can get whatever I want online and I don't have to be in person and it's not stressful. You know, it's see the people that are like, OK, eight, eight, new, eight exclusive Pokemon aren't enough to make me 
pay another sixty dollars. I can't. Right. I also imagine those same people would be eight Pokemon plus one different gym is not enough for me to spend sixty dollars. Yeah, it depends. If it's just one gym, then correct. But if it's multiples, then that's I mean they could they different... could be doing this where they need more gym leaders because they have clear. Apparently, there's a bracket near the end of the game or yeah. a tournament, so maybe. Alistair is a gym leader in one game and he's in the bracket in the other game. Yeah, I mean, it could be a whole, we don't know. I have a feeling that this is their signal that, yeah, this, there are going to be more differences between the two and you're going to probably want to buy both. And I will buy both anyways because this is enough to solidify that I will. Like, even though I was on the fence before, I'm like, now I'm not. But I'm sure there'll be plenty of people who will buy one and then find out. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. What about Ruby and Sapphire? They have completely it? different bad guys and completely different dialogue. Yeah, but no. fundamentally mm, it is no, the same they don't. story. They don't. They, they have Both? complete okay. they do have different dialogue. They do have different they do Pokemon. Have different they do have different Both. outfits. Both teams appear in both games. Both all the battles are roughly the same. There's a lot there is a lot very similar in how their storylines play out. You you get to see the other team. What I'm saying is if Alistair doesn't appear anywhere in Sword, it's just completely a non-existent yeah, character. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't buy a, that like, because the I anime is a thing. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know. I'm assuming that he'll show up in the Elite Four or at Endgame or something. But like, you're, if you're going to bring in Team Magma and Team Aqua, they... Both appeared in that game. You got to see what each one was, and if you were really intrigued by their story, it was an enticement to play the other game. Oh, no, no, but the only say, point I'm making is that this is not the first time they've split games in in the no. sense of, like, oh, they have clearly different things. I mean, some people are saying, like, yeah. they've never done this before, and they, no, they, they have I mean, whether or not you games. want to accept, you know, but, totems or bad guys or Mina's Trial or... Black and white I mean, if, if your point is that there are changes between the two games, yes. The the level of those changes, I think, where Will and I are coming at. Yeah, like, exactly. If you're going to say that this is exactly the same as Ruby and Sapphire, maybe. It depends on how this is implemented. Right? Like, we don't know that yet. Ruby and Sapphire did have two different teams, but you still saw all of them. They still were going after the same sort of end result. The locations were mostly the same. It's the bigger question that I think Will has and that I have a little bit is if Alistair is just not in the other game at all, or the gym experience is vastly, vastly different, then yes, that creates the I am missing out on something from that game. Like The best way that I could explain it, I, I think, is... Like, in black and white, you started in the lower right-hand corner of the map. Mm -hmm. And you go up and you go to the restaurant, and then you go to Lenora, etc., etc. And then you kind of get to that main loop of Unova. Black and white 2, you started in the lower left-hand corner of the map, and you start and you go and you fight Cherin, and then you go to the Poison Gym, and then you get to the main loop of Unova, and you go right in the circle. Yes. What if... In sword, you start out in the like the equivalent of the lower right hand, and all those gyms and experiences and everything are on that side. And in shield, you start in the lower left hand side, but in in both those games, you never get to visit those locations. That's like a huge chunk. What like what if in sword, 
you have Poke Movie Studios, and in Shield you have Poke Musical Theater, right? That that that's just a huge, huge difference. But we don't know. No, I don't think so. They'll both be bad. <laughs> <laughs> what? What You're if the worst. In, what if in Sword they have contests, but and in, in Shield, Shield they, they have have a battle movies. frontier? Um, no. Yeah, I we, we know the gym is in the same place in the same yep. city. We know that. Yep. We just don't know what's inside the gym. Right. Um, Mimikyu confirmed. Fundamentally, yeah. Fundamentally, we know nothing. Nothing. <laughs> uh, double pack bonus as a special bonus for purchasing both Pokemon Sword and Shield double pack. Trainers will receive two codes, one per game, that will redeem special items known as Dynamax crystals by using the Dynamax crystals in the wild area. Trainers will be able to face Dynamax Larvitar or Dynamax Jangmo, Jangmo-o, uh, Pokemon that normally appear later in the game in special max raid battles. Larvitar won't appear in Pokemon Sword, and Jangmo-o won't appear in Pokemon Shield during normal gameplay. But players are able to catch them in either version using these Dynamax crystals. If trainers download the downloadable versions of the game by the eShop by January 15th, they can receive a code to redeem 12 Quick Balls. Quick Balls are a special Four. Pokeball that are more likely to catch Pokemon if used in the beginning of battle. Codes will be distributed between November 15th and 2019 to January 15th, 2020. All codes are valid till November 30th, 2020. Some bullet points here. Codes for each type Dynamax Crystal can be used one in one game and one save data. Rewards cannot be received more than once. Gifts may be... Become unavailable after a certain amount of time has passed since the release of Sword and Shield, aka redeem them before the date I read above. The bonus pack, the double pack bonus, will not be included if Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield are purchased separately with the pair of Nintendo Switch game vouchers. Two codes for 12 Quick Balls will be given to those who purchase the downloadable card version of the double pack. Each code received quick balls can only be used in one game and one save data. Players cannot receive more than one item. Now, before people lose their mind or get all upset about 12 quick balls, they literally every 3DS release had 12 quick balls for purchasing the game digitally. <laughs> it's not new. This is not a new this is the like the fifth time they've done this. I think the only game they skipped was Let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. But and wasn't the last double pack bonus like a hundred potions? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was something okay. very silly. How rude is it that if you do the pre order through Pokemon Center only, you get those super cute keychain plushies. Okay. And nowhere else. Um, they did that with Let's Go. They had an Eevee and a Pikachu plush you could only get through them. I mean, Man, I, I I don't think it's any different from when Diamond and Pearl came out, and if you got it at GameStop, you got an exclusive D- Palkia and Dialga stylist that was, like, GameStop's exclusive. Yep. Um, They've done that like, before. Nobody Spies else exclusive. has these cute plush... Nobody else has any interesting pre-orders. I have to go to the Pokemon Let's Center. Let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee. If you got it from Best Buy, you get an exclusive steel case. That was ridiculous, because if you wanted to walk in and buy it separately, they would charge you 40 bucks for it. And it was nothing but a empty steel case, but you would get it for free if you purchased either copy. It was ridiculous. I, I the guy from Best Buy was like, "Look, if this was like we any special promotion is by default forty dollars. So if it's like 
you get a free shirt with Red Dead. And if you want to buy the shirt separately, $40. If Guitar Hero came with three real-life guitar picks and you wanted to buy it separately, 40 bucks. So, like, any but- of their, like, special promotions, they flat marketed at 40 bucks but ideally if you would have bought let's go pikachu at best buy you got a steel case anybody who has pre-ordered through pokemon center will it get here friday the 15th i doubt it no i don't think so it says it says pre-orders will be delivered on friday november 15th on their website um i mean i heard a a couple people they had to wait till monday because they got delayed at me at me, because um, I want to know if I should do it, If because oh, like, I really like that Grookey keychain. But, like, I took the 15th off to play the game. If I don't do have the really game, I'm going to be super another keychain. I don't the keychain's worth no. it. Uh, also, Japan has, um, Japan has eight Grookey's different... Grookey's real cute, though. <laughs> Japan has eight different pre-order bonuses, uh, two of them being digital. If you pre-order, I can't, I don't have it in front of maybe we'll talk about it next week, but one of them was a golden backpack for your characters. Um, it's the same backpack you've seen in the trailer. It's just gold instead of the normal backpack color. Another one was a orange jumpsuit. Um, and yeah, the, the track suit. I want the, the track suit. Orange tracksuit slash jumpsuit is also a pre-order bonus in the UK right now. So we don't know if that's going to be a pre-order bonus for anybody in the US. If anything like previous codes have worked in Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, if you were to get a code for the Mewtwo movie or birthday chancy from japan they work on any system because it's not region locked so you just enter the 12 digit code get the thing uh same thing with target if you got the shiny eevee or pikachu from target you could give that code to somebody in japan or the uk and they'd be able to download those pokemon we don't know if that's the same thing for sword and shield but who knows i seems real pre-order bonuses are real dumb they've always been dumb but boy, do I want a golden backpack real bad. Also, in the sub notes uh, for the Dynamax crystals, it says you can only use them in the wild area. Uh, it does say on both the Japanese website and I believe Nintendo.com that it takes about two hours to get to the wild area. And then it says depending on play style. So I don't know. So some people took that as, oh my gosh, it's going to take forever. Somebody... I I don't know what that means, right? Like probably going to take me about two to three days, <laughs> minimum. Like some people can get through the first island of Sun and Moon in an hour. Some people took five hours. I I don't know. <laughs> like I don't know. Took me a week for the first island. You're looking for yes. those stickers. I had to talk to everybody. I had to get all the stickers. I had to do it all. You can't even get all the stickers on the first island until you come back with more ride Pokemon. I had to get all the stickers that I could get. Get a prior. You gotta work smarter, not faster. This is my entertainment. <laughs> in quotes. Okay. This was sent in from Kevin from our Slack community. I have about eight web pages open of this. I'll read off Polygon first. This was published July thirteenth. No. Pokemon Sword and Shield is not reusing models from recent Pokemon games. All Pokemons were remade from scratch, says Game Freak. Convincing nobody. Moving on. So, where did this come from? Let's do some digging. This was actually from an interview from 
Famitsu that took place on June 13th. June 13th. So a day after the US Gamer interview. Uh, this was before they did their, I don't know, damage control on Pokemon's website, like two weeks after it. I think that was the time frame. E3, next day, everyone mad, next day, US Gamer article. Next day, Famitsu article. Two weeks later, Pokemon.com, we heard you. We hope you enjoy the new games. See you later. Now it's been a full month, a little over a full month. So, of course, <laughs> there's a bunch of bullet points here. Uh, I am going to do the key takeaways that were translated by Nintendo Everything. That was also after Nintendo Everything translated it. Uh, Reddit user u slash broken who added more details and adjusted any translations. And then Joe from Cerebi also double downed on making sure that the key takeaways here were accurate to the Fimitsu article. You want the Fimitsu article, it'll be in the, the source. It'll be in the show notes below or I don't know, on your device that you listen to podcasts. It's in Japanese, though. Uh, if you do the thing of taking Famitsu.com and put it in Google Translate, I'm going to tell you right now, you ain't going to get accurate translation. <laughs> oh, you no. can read it for sure, but uh, there is little to no sentence structure for a lot of these questions and answers. Yeah, it's real rough. With the Somebody Google call Translate. Mr. Google and just have him like focus on this one. The Famitsu article, again, is literally two days after E3. Nintendo everything translated the whole thing on June 16th. So again, this was translated like two days after the Famitsu article. And for some reason, we missed it. A bunch of other people missed it. So we're going to go through the bullet points right here. There's not a lot. We'll go through them fast. So uh, this, for the format, just to lay it out, it is the same as US Gamer. Person asks Masuda and Omori a question. They answer. They ask another question. Same thing we did last week. We're not reading the questions or the answers. We're reading the key takeaways that were translated by the people I've listed. And then we can talk about all this. Uh, with the shift to the Switch, the amount of time needed to make graphics more beautiful and the animations more lively has increased. Another aspect is the fact that the Pokemon series has reached over 1,000 Pokemon, including form changes. I don't think anyone's debating that point. Because of this, apart from graphics, balancing for the new Pokemon with new abilities has become very hard. This is the reason behind the decision at the time, and they have judged, they, Game Freak, have judged that it will be hard for all Pokemon to appear even, even in titles going forward. This decision was had to be made sooner than later, Masuda said. Even in Sun and Moon, bringing in every Pokemon was something barely manageable. With Pokemon Sword and Shield, they needed to redo models. They need to redo the models. They made that decision. This is an editor note. They did not specify how many models needed to be redone or what was needed to be done there. Omori says, despite this, the wild areas and the story will have a bit, quite a bit of content to make up for it. Regarding whether Pokemon will be added in future updates, they said this is currently uncertain. They wouldn't answer that. Not in 
Pokemon Sword and Shield, Game Freak plans on making those Pokemon shine in future titles going forward via Pokemon Home. We've talked about this before. They've, they've said Pokemon Home is more than Pokemon Bank. So, again, they've brought this up. Uh, Game Freak has said they do not want players past Pokemon to feel worthless. Uh, inspecting the option of reusing Pokemon, receiving new graphical graphics through Sword and Shield titles going forward. With the inclusion of gimmicks like Mega Evolution and Dynamax that affects all Pokemon, this would mean that even more graphical productions and balancing, so making it happen would be hard. It's not about adding more Pokemon in as they receive graphical updates, but rather a change towards bringing in Pokemon from Pokemon Home that fits the game. The reason behind the name Pokemon Home is it's a place that Pokemon return to. Bringing Pokemon out to... Bringing Pokemon out to games going forward uh, is like being like the Pokemon being on a trip. It's just them telling you a Pokemon. Take it for what it's worth. Masuda has said the concept of bringing Pokemon out to even spin-off titles from home from Pokemon Home is in mind, and this will be considered in the future as well. And it is unclear if Dynamax needs a whole different model. So a bunch of sites have reported on this. Again, this article was two days after E3, just recently translated. I do trust Joe's translation with things, as that is literally what he does to make sure his website is the most accurate. I'm not saying Cerebi is perfect. I don't think... Well, I actually don't know if Joe thinks Cerebi is perfect, but I have found some errors on Cerebi. <laughs> <laughs> um... But I, I think after reading this, if people were still mad, okay. So I feel like I could I could be wrong, but I feel like if you, if it's been a month later, you're still mad about the national decks, and you you one of the reasons you are mad is because Game Freak is lazy. Why didn't they just copy and paste these models from X and Y into Sun and Moon? They copy and paste them into Let's Go. They added fancy lighting. They're copying and pasting them here, and then this news comes out that these models are new. And that they had to recreate them from scratch. I don't think that that suddenly makes that person feel better. I think they're still well, upset. It, does, it also doesn't convince them. Like they will, they oh, will no. look at, they will yeah, look at all the conspiracy videos. Minds. They will look at the side by sides that people have mocked up and say, "No, no, they're just lying to cover their buns." It is people who were willing to give them the benefit of the doubt still will. People who aren't willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. Still won't. Like, this doesn't change anything. It's just their official statement. And it's been the official statement for a long time. And people will choose to believe it or not. But I don't think it will shift a single person from one side to the other if they weren't already in the middle. The only thing we have to go on is... Game Freak is either lying or they're not. <laughs> you either believe them or you don't. There are developers, there are game people who have worked on games, and they some say that this is completely plausible. Some people say that it's it's not, and they're just being lazy, right? Like, yep. we don't know. The only people that know are the people that are working on the game. If, you know, they did decide to copy and paste it, and, you know, they saw rumblings, you know, a day or two after E3, and during this interview, they decided to say this. I mean, it didn't, it obviously didn't make the situation any better. This article, like, this article and translation went really un under the radar for a month. Whether, you know, people saw it a month ago and 
didn't see it as credible. I don't. People have talked about like, oh, there was much like, like this bullet point. They, they it's all new animation and it's more intensive. Started the whole videos and side by sides. No, it's not. Look, these are the same. This is just slowed down. Like that bullet point existed and has been used as a yes, here's the proof. No, here's not the proof since this started. Right. Like this is the article that covers it all. Like here's the bullet points of everything that people have been asking about. But to say like these points were not a part of the conversation, I don't think is true. I think they were reported in pieces and very wherever you looked like this is everything as a whole but like these bullet points have been argued since the national desk fiasco well, happened and and i would also say this for for the people besides us who we are required by the laws of the united states of america to discuss these things for the people who aren't angry who aren't outraged there's not a lot of motivation to join the fray they're like, I'm fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy the games. I don't care. I'm not gonna scream and yell on the internet. And when when they say like we had to redo the models from scratch, like we don't know what that means. Right. We don't know. Did you have to, you know, actually rebuild them or when you copied and pasted them, this broke, this broke, this broke. Yeah. And we don't we don't know. You had to fix this and fix this, or did you retexture every like we we literally do not know. We know that the we do know that the models from X and Y can be upscaled very big and look pretty okay. And we do know that you know Sun and Moon does look really good in like a Citra emulator. We know that because we've seen people do that. We've also seen people on the internet, or we've seen <laughs> recently we've seen uh, bootleg Pokemon games take the sprites or the sorry the 3d models from you know sun and moon like greninja and then take a naruto animation from xbox 360 (laughs) and then put them together and then go look at this cool animation for greninja why can't the pokemon company do that and you go well the chinese company who did this they stole the animations they stole the models from game freak and they stole the animations from an xbox 360 game and then they just copied and pasted the other thing that I wanted to bring up that I was annoyed about, I'll, I'll bring I'll, I'll bring up now, and then we'll move on to uh, th- the rest of the show. Is during the last trailer, they showed uh, however long it was two minutes. You see an anime, You see Hop being very excited to your player character, and then Leon in the background. And somebody did a side by side with Hop and his. Uh, expressive animation is the same as how's expressive animation in Sun and Moon. And I think I sent this to both of you guys. Yep. Yes. It, is, it is the same animation. <laughs> Whether or not it was built no. from scratch, I don't know. No, um, no, no. Here, here's the issue and I, have, I had with that and I, I thought of this immediately when you sent that over to us. These are, are these characters are supposed to be human beings. Mm-hmm. And culturally in Japan, maybe not in America, or other parts of the world. Um, but we there are things that we do in America that aren't done in Japan. There are some physical expressions of emotion or communication that are common, that are culturally common. And if a Japanese company is reproducing these kind of Japanese physical expressions in the characters in their games, 
that doesn't mean that they're just copying the models. When they're, they're copying the expression because it's a human expression that they want to include in their, in their game. But that's just my argument. I don't think that, like, if Sword and Shield had, a, had this big of an issue, you would see the amount of people comparing things left and right. I am sure that there's plenty of things reused in Diamond and Pearl that are reused in black and white, right? I am sure, like... Oh, heck yeah. I am sure all of the Zygarde things in Sun and Moon were supposed to be Zygarde things scattered throughout the Kalos region if they were supposedly supposed to make a Pokemon Z. I have no problem with Game Freak having a library of expressions that they drop onto player, onto characters. That's I, I don't think anyone has a problem with that, right? Like, it's just like The Sims. You, This is The Sim being uh, sad. This is The Sim being happy. This is The Sim uh, needing to go to the bathroom. And you can drag and drop those onto models, and then they do those animations. That is probably how, mo- like, that is, in a lot of games, I don't think that every character in Red Dead has unique animations. I think there are of library animations and then in red dead redemption these characters have these animations these characters have these animations that is not my problem my problem is the fact that how that hop very close to how is a critical character in that game it is a rival character and it bothers me that a that the character that is supposed to share this journey with you has the same expressions that we've seen so far to a past rival character and that is what really annoys me you don't see misty walking the same way as cynthia you don't see volkner animated the same way that you see wolfric if if that animation was on an npc or literally any other non important character in the game i don't think i would have cared but the fact that that same animation that how uses is on hop is actually really frustrating to me so this is this for me. This is comes comes across as two things. One, you never played an Atari twenty six hundred. <laughs> I think where, that's a bad argument because video games have changed dramatically since exactly, then. Exactly, exactly. But lower your expectations, dude. Um, two, it's it's a story component. Um, and I mean, maybe. maybe Maybe they're just not good storytellers. Aren't you the one who complains about the story? I am. Pokemon games I'm, I mean, I, look, I am. Uh, X and Y so is the they, worst they, story. They hired the same actor to play that role again. Bad choice, director. Again, Sorry, I, Robert I, De Niro. I know they have a whole library of animations. I don't have a problem with that. I just, I, I don't want to see Hop as the same character as How. But just like How, how, how is, many? Wait, wait, wait. How many expressions have we seen? I've only seen the one comparison of one expression. Have you I, seen when more we've than seen that? Uh, when we've seen Leon, like uh, Leon has done uh, the way Leon moves, the way Chairman Rose has moved is nothing like any other characters. Oh, no, the no, way no, no. that we're like ta- Alistair... we're talking hop, we're talking hop and how have we seen anything other than that one expression? Yeah, we've se- we've seen how we've seen hop in other trailers, but I think he was doing the same thing. I think he was just stand- standing still. Okay, so you don't know. This and true. the thing, what I'm saying is that that expression of him bouncing up and down with his hands like that, just imagine that he's going with his thumb and his forefinger and saying, okay, right, to indicate okay. That is a common American expression that yes. we do. We hold our hand and, and the thumb and forefinger with our fingers up and we say, okay. 
What if this is a common expression in Japan to say excitement? That when, when somebody, a child in Japan is excited, they jump up and down with their hands like that. You would expect multiple characters to do that because that's just a cultural expression. So、Correct. we don't know at this point if they're going to be exactly the same in every expression that they do. Or they're just reusing this one expression of excitement because culturally in Japan, this is how children express excitement. They hold their hands out and they jump up and down like that. I mean, it's the same thing to me as saying, like, in America, crossing your arms shows disrespect or that you're turned off. And if you see multiple characters who express themselves body language that way, then they're reusing animation. It's the same characterizations. I think. Anime animation across the board reuse cultural signifiers to quickly express emotion. And we speak mainly through body language. So using a very common body language for whatever they're expressing there is going to happen. That doesn't say anything about Hop's character other than they're using a An exaggerated arm movement to show that he's agitated or excited. We don't know if he's agitated. We don't know if he's excited. We don't know what's happening. But it's the same thing that, like, that is a common, that is a common large body movement that a lot of humans make that we will read very easily as excited, angry, annoyed, depending on what's happening in the scene. To me, that doesn't mean anything. I don't know what Hop's character is. All I know is at one point he's super excited about something or super angry about something, is making big motions about it. Jumping up and down. Big deal. I'll even put it in a different way to like sort of make the cultural context hopefully a little clearer. In the Middle East, if you show the bottom of your foot to somebody, as in, you know, in America, we frequently sit and cross our legs with the bottom of our feet. Pointing towards people, if you point the bottom of your foot towards somebody, you are offending them. You are intentionally, it's almost like saying a curse word to them. So, if we were playing a video game that was made in the Middle East and we had two different characters, and for some reason they sit down and they show their bottom of their feet to somebody, we'd say, Boy, why are they just reusing that bottom of the feet thing? And somebody in the Middle East is like saying, Oh, well, that's obviously how you say that you're, you're trying to offend somebody. It's just a very clear cultural way that we communicate that. Torino and Calum slash Serena do not do the same animations at all. The point being is these are like, again, going back to gym leaders, like Brock does not act the same way as Koga. These are important characters. Hop is supposed to be an important character, and first impression of his character is acting the same way as how? Sure, we don't know the whole story. But, like, when they first showed off Torino twirling, no other character has done that. That makes Torino unique. We know nothing unique about Hop besides that so far he has a brother, he's super happy, and he has the same expressive animation that How has. And that is frustrating. Well, there you go. How never had a brother. So obviously they're different characters. <laughs> they had four rivals in X and Y, and they were all very expressive in their own ways. I know one was trying to get with me at that fireworks show. <laughs> like, again, we are slowing a trailer down to point out a part. To say that one expression sums up Hop's character is a stretch. You know what's even better? 
That part's probably going to get cut from the final game. Yeah, pro- yeah probably. <laughs> probably going to get cut. I'm sure. And it could it could just be for the trailer. I'm just saying that I that 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 is frustrating as somebody who like who has not had a problem with with the Pokemon animations. Like I don't. I really like I will play through the game with Battlement animations on once I beat the Elite 4, I will then turn them off. Cuz unless I get some, you know, this signature move is exclusive to Roly-Coly and I want to see what it looks like. Otherwise I'm going to turn them off. There are 700 moves, there are 1,000 Pokemon, there are 600 abilities. I get it. I am just making an argument that I, I, I don't... I'm okay with character animations to be reused. Again, going back to, I'm sure, plenty of characters in Red Dead Redemption have the same animation. I totally understand how game development works in that aspect of... We're not going to individually animate, you know, a thousand plus characters in our open world Western game. Well, because you're lazy, <laughs> you should quit now. Quit now, frauds. frauds. Pokemon of the week. What? Dang. Fine. Wasn't even ready for it. <laughs> We're skipping question of the week then. Too long. Yeah, this, this, uh, actually Pokemon of the week is real short this week. Go. I have to cook chicken. That's right. Okay. Uh, for the folks who didn't listen because I wasn't on last week, it was electric. Pay attention better last next time. And this time, take notes, pad and pen out. And I'm not oh, going to slow down my talking because I just did it like as a series of statements here. Its evolutionary line has a unique type combination. For one of its types, this Pokemon has the lowest base attack and defense. For its other type, it is tied for having the lowest base defense. The Pokemon before it in the Pokédex can only exist if its attack and defense are equal when it evolves. The Pokemon after it in the Pokédex, just like this week's Pokemon, evolves at level 30 with no other requirements. That Pokemon's evolution does require an item and other factors to evolve, while this week's Pokemon's evolution has no subsequent evolutions yet. It is the only non-water-type Pokemon to have hydration as a hidden ability. Even though this Pokemon was introduced in Johto, it could never be found as a random encounter until Sinnoh. There is a particular move that it can only learn by breeding. If this move is used in a contest spectacular combination, and then followed by an one-hit KO move, the one-hit KO move will give three extra appeal points. In Poke Park Wii Pikachu's Adventure, these Pokemon are in the iceberg zone. They enjoy taking pictures and playing skill games. There's your Pokemon of the week. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> you haven't already uh you can follow us on twitter at pokemon podcast we have a subreddit we're almost i think up to 800 people now we're getting like 50 60 people a week so if you haven't reddit.com slash r slash super effective episodes get posted there feel free to disagree with everything i said this entire episode i always feel free to do that mm-hmm. good 
If we all agreed, then people just yell at us that we all agree. <laughs> yeah, if we disagree, then people, it, there's no winning, so. Yeah, I knew with the hop thing, I knew one Ugh, of you would disagree. We're moving on. So that's why I wanted to kind of bring it up to you. I actually don't really care too much, but. Lies. You're very frustrated. I look, I'm buying four copies of the game. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst consumer in the world. Is that what you want? Is that what you wanted yep. to hear? Okay, perfect. I, I already knew that. All right. We, yeah, everybody knew that. Well, I'm going to buy four copies of this game, and then I'm going to go straight to Pokemon Center and about spend 200 bucks. <laughs> Everything will be right in the world. You can follow Will on Twitter, at WashingTheSink. You can follow Greg on Twitter, at WhiteWing. You can follow myself on Twitter, at dragging a lake uh there will be shirts available near the end of the month for about a week so set aside i don't know like 20 bucks i don't or however much that'll be um and if if you want a shirt i guess to celebrate nine years uh we probably won't go all out we'll probably save it till next year that's i mean well pokemon will be doomed it'll shut down we won't yeah, have a podcast we'll, we won't make we'll it to 10 be. is what i'm saying um but yep. <laughs> thank you for listening uh we will be back next week this has been another episode of the pokemon podcast and we are super effective super celebrate good times come on It's a celebration Pokemon. Oh, I got it. You're really? a throwback. Wow. Like every podcast on the internet, we are funded by Patreon. This is a shout out to all the supporters at the producer tier on Patreon. A huge thank you to Alex, Anthony, Catherine, Matthew, Jeffrey, Kevin, and Cygnus you would like to join our community and support the podcast you can head over to isc.cash for more information